August 22, 2020. It's a Watt for Pedro show.
Watch for Pedro Show. Happy Saturday. Getting near the end of August. Getting near the end of summer. Brother Matt. Yep. Whoa, you can hear my guests. Because, uh, brother, I'm, I'm not at the Love Grotto on the pleasure point. Brother Matt, we're still in quite quarantino mode. So, But I'm not man alone because of the geniuses in Estonia with their Skype software. I got with me four members of Bouchong out of Chicago. We got Kemet, yes. Glover, Ron, and Deborah. And uh, yeah. welcome aboard, man. Uh, and, and big respect to Jamie Thank for making the connection. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Great great band. I heard both your albums. Uh, Jamie turned me on. He's going to be on the show Monday. And uh, it's really okay, cool. big honor to have you aboard. I got to tell the people, uh, we start off the show with John Coltrane doing uh, Seraphic Light and then Bouchon with No Water After Midnight. And that's got Glover, <laughs> the stick man with the beat in his hand, tearing it up. Now, who wants to go first? Because we're going to, I want to talk about each one of your journey through music that led up to being Bouchong members. Hmm. Who wants to go first? Uh, <laughs> Glover, you first? Okay, Glover, your, your earliest musical uh, recollection, your, your your oldest memory of music. Well, I started off playing, uh, of course, at my grandmother's church. I was like nine or ten. What really got me into it was I saw uh, Karen Carpenter on TV playing drum. Drummer lady, right? Yeah. I saw her on TV and I was like, wow, I want to do that. And uh, my father said, well, hey, I'll get you some drums. You better play them. They better not sit in the corner. And from there, that was it. And I uh, started playing drums from there. Your pop, um, your pop got you your drum set. Were you allowed to practice in the house? Uh, not as much as I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> there was some There was some point my mother said, okay, I had enough today. Yeah, Let's stop yeah, this. Yeah. I don't hear anything. What about in school? Did you play in the in the in the school, marching band or the choir or shit like that? Actually, uh, when I, at grade school, yeah. I, I played played the snare in grade school. That okay. was about it. Okay. When I got to high school, that was a different. That was a problem there. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, he wanted me to play drums. He wanted me to play the clarinet. Uh oh. <laughs> Licorice stick. Licorice stick. Okay. And, and, uh, this this will be the source of many jokes going forward. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Glover, can, can I ask you, what was the first record that you bought for yourself? My first one was, uh, that was, go back, let me go way back, Deep Purple, Machine Head. Oh, yeah, I remember that one. Um, that was my first one. Yeah, it's where I learned about how you tune a bass, that's a machine head. Uh -huh. what, was, <laughs> what was the first gig you went and saw? My first one was uh, Rush. Okay. Wow. That's, that was the very first one. Sure. Power Trio from Canada. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. Now, did you get into the thing like after school uh, where you got a garage band, a bedroom band, some stuff like that? No. My brother, actually, me and my brother, my brother plays guitar. Okay. And we actually would just go in the basement and then and just blare the, you know, the neighborhood out. So police was at our house a lot going to something. <laughs> yeah. I'm curious. Did you guys try to copy songs off records, or did you write your own stuff? Oh, we at that point we were just copying, just yeah. doing somebody else's stuff. That's that, it. That's what we did too. Yeah, uh, that, that was all the good. Yeah. Okay. Do you remember your first gig? My first gig was with a lady named Inez Andrews. Okay. She was a gospel singer uh, with a group called the Caravan. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah. My that mother was, listened to her almost every morning. Uh-huh. Uh, 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 he's a keyboard player. 
And uh, he, in fact, he was just on the uh, Democratic National Convention with uh, what's her name? He was playing keyboards for. Her. Whoa! Oh uh, yeah. Well, how did you it, get the gig, Glover? We we played at church together, and okay. we probably played with Inez Andrews' son. He was playing organ at the church, and uh, they said, "Hey, can you do this gig?" And I think at that time I was probably twelve. Damn. Twelve years old then. Okay. My brother, he was playing the bass, and my brother was ten. You know what, they, Glover? Thinking about machine head and bass, I think that bass man was Roger Glover. Anyway, your brother was ten years old. It you was. were twelve years old, and you guys were the rhythm section backing up this gospel singer. Right, that's what we did. We did that, and we went over. Our first gig was at school and over in Indiana, and in, in Gary. Gary, okay, Jackson, and, Jackson, and uh, that was my first time experiencing. Uh, gospel uh, arguments and uh, dislikes and mistrust. <laughs> what was the gig exciting? What was the gig like? It, the gig was fun. It was fun. Okay. It was when you walk in the door and they see and they see you come in and they go, "There's the uh, uh, you know expletive," and then they would go, "And you ain't expletive either." You know, it, it was a lot of going back and forth between people. Sure, sure. Hey, okay. Hey. Hey, you can cuss on this show, can't you? Yeah, you can cuss your head off. It's a lot from people. Oh, show. Cuss? What the fuck you talking about? Yeah. Expletive? He talking about some expletive cuss guy. <laughs> on the lot from p show, there's no hard questions and there's no wrong answers. We walked in the door. And there's the bitch now. now you're supposed to all be holding the old singing. And she goes, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> it was a Sunday night, and these were all people getting up there that's going, Thank you, Jesus, and oh, God, this and all of that. But they were cussing and going nuts back then. You just, you just dashed all my dreams. Yeah, bro. that's showbiz. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. We're going we're gonna to leave it at that first gig, Glover. Who wants to go next? Kemet? Glover. Ron, Debar. Yeah, go ahead, Ron. Okay, Ron, what's your earliest musical recollection? My earliest? The first record album bought was a a single Gladys Knight the Pips called uh, Everybody Needs Love. I saw them them at the theater. I don't know if you're familiar with the Regal Theater in Chicago. Regal Theater was something like the Apollo Theater was in New York. But when the Regal closed, all those shows came to the Capitol Theater, which was like two, three blocks from my house. Okay. So we would get all the all all the people from from you know the Motown shows and stack shows. All those people were Gladys Knight played the Capitol, and there's a guitar lick. If you ever everybody needs love, there's a guitar lick. At the beginning of the song, and this is about four years before I started playing guitar. But I love that guitar lick at the at, at the at the intro of the song. So I wouldn't bought the I wouldn't bought the forty five. I still have that forty five too. That was like nineteen sixty six, seven sixty seven. So yeah, that was probably my first one. Man, you talk about after that. Once I started playing music, man, you talk about Grand Funk Railroad and sure. Led Zeppelin and Black Sabbath and then that morphed into my additional orchestra and Return to Forever, and then that morphed into Miles Davis and Coltrane, and on and on and on. Then all the funk stuff. So, yeah, that was, man, a lot of music, a lot of music. Well, look, how'd you get on the guitar? We had a neighborhood band. Uh, 
growing up, you that's one of the things we did. We didn't have PlayStations and apps and this shit like that. The fuck we had, we played music. So I played, I played trumpet in the school band. So if you had okay. an instrument, you you were automatically in the band. But what happened with the guitar was the guitar player guy named his name was Red. His name was Fletcher Monikin, but we called him Red. He, I just watched what he was doing, and he put the guitar down. I grabbed it. I just did what I saw him do. So I, I was just kind of messing around with the guitar, whatever. So maybe a year or two later, my brother walks in with the guitar, like, like here. Okay. And he had no idea that I, I already kind of knew how to play it. So I grabbed it. I started playing. I started playing so he looked at me like, how do you know what I've been doing? I've been messing around with the So I started playing, but I didn't want to play guitar. I wanted to play bass. So I took the top two strings off the door. I tried to learn all the songs. My brother, or my older sister, walked in with the band of Gypsies album, put it on, and I'm going like, what kind of keyboard is that making that sound? It's like, no, that's a keyboard, that's a guitar. I said, no, what kind of keyboard is making that sound? Say that's a guitar player. I said, that's a guitar. I want to play guitar, so that's what got me playing guitar. That, yeah, band of Gypsies, that's Jimmy on the Wow Wow. <laughs> right, and, and I think uh, Billy Cox on the bass and Buddy Miles on the drums. Buddy Miles. And you know that record is the, like... The Holy Trinity. You know, Buddy, yeah. I think that record is the first, the second set of the first gig at the Fillmore East. It was, uh, that was, then they finally put out the rest of it. Yeah, they finally put out the rest. But can you believe yeah, that? That, but, that album was... That Can you believe that, that you would put out, would you put out your first gig as your first release? That's balls out. How about, how about that? Yeah. 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 So, so. They you, were you were in this neighborhood band, right, Ron? What were they called? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, what we got, I thought we, I, at first we were called, uh, Ready and the Compassion. Uh, <laughs> somebody came over. I'll, I'll copy of the of Liberty. I don't know where that came from. I, we, we, I, you know. <laughs> Who were the impressions? That was and, Curtis and Mayfield, couple, right? And a couple, and a couple other ones, man. But yeah, that, but but I, out of all those guys, I'm the only one still playing. Oh wow! What, what, what do you remember your first gig? Yeah, the first matter of fact, it was a funny thing. We did. A, I had a funny story, but anyway, I'll tell you. The first gig that we played was at a Catholic church. We <laughs> would do these things called youth masses because no, the kids weren't go. The kids weren't going to, so they they figured, well, we just have some have some local bands. Yeah, the local bands play in church, and we'll and we'll come we'll come in, and so we we did a few of these, and uh. We had to submit a song list to to uh, Father's Gathering, Father Alfred. But one of the songs we had on the song list was, was War Pig. He would not <laughs> let us sing War Pig at Mass. Black Sabbath. <laughs> he, All he, right. wouldn't, he wouldn't let us play it. But, but, but the funny thing about Fast Forward, last year we did a, a memorial for a, a friend of ours that, that passed, a guy called himself. And we did this in the church, and I and I told that story, and we wound up doing war pigs for the for the Encore Church. And it's like, I finally got to play it. Oh man, that's great. Yeah, we 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 came full circle. Yeah, yeah, full circle, exactly. Right. I want to play. I want to play some uh, Bouchon here. Uh, perfectly free. 
Vulnerability Clause. Find cheap healers online. Rest in a vault. Faint in the trenches. I can't find my veins. I saw a bluebird with teeth. My sister, an intimate contortionist.
Watt for Pedro Show. Yeah, Bouchon with Perfectly Free. Then Few. Let's Dance. Let's Go. Not Tokyo. T uh, tobacco from Pittsburgh. Brand new Chinese Aquarius, Mr. Tom. Uh, Chris Chappelle's Distortion Pedal out of North Carolina. Public Distance Limited. Ma Xin Wen. She was from the scene here in the 80s, but she's up in the Bay Area now doing poetry. So there's a poem, Intimate Vault. The Brannock uh, device out of Lawrence. Wheelbarrowed. I got to play with him a couple times. Ball neck years ago. Uh, Minuteman. Ah, this is from Indianapolis in 1985. This guy named Paul sent me some stuff. Political nightmare. And finally, uh, Denial. Denial. From Oh, the hit, the hit song. Bouchon. Right, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> right, the hit song. That one. Not denied, but denial. We'll play denied next hour. Okay, let's go with uh, Kevin. Your your earliest musical recollection, please. Oh, man. me my I, I started playing because my older brother played. Kind of like Glover. Okay. I wanted to play drums, but we lived uh, in a two-flat on the second floor. Yeah. Yeah. My uncle, my loving uncle and his evil wife lived on the second, first floor. <laughs> and there was no way I was going to yeah, get away from yeah. <laughs> So uh, we were watching Zoom yeah. on on PBS. Uh, <laughs> Tell me that. Come on. Box 350, Boston and this guy was playing guitar, and my brother was like, hey, we'll play guitar. So he got a guitar. He was a couple of years older than me, so I got a guitar. I, I basically followed him around most of the time. Yeah. And I, I I tried to play guitar a little bit. I ain't really like it. He was like, you should play bass. <laughs> oh, man. The rest, the rest is history. And so, <laughs> Kevin, what was your first bass? It was a, uh, a Kingston. Ah, Kingston. Yeah, mine too. Mine too. Yeah, oh, wow. Kingston. Yeah, they were in Connell. What, what, what that kind I loaned, of that I, that I I played and I, I played a little off and on, and then I loaned it to my brother's friend who who moved to Mississippi, and I never saw it again. <laughs> <laughs> so so it was a donate. It was a donate. He, okay. Yeah, he supposedly went off to play with uh Tyro, not Tyrone Davis, uh Bobby Rush. Oh, Bobby Rush. It, that's yeah, cool, dude. Okay. He took my bass with him. What, what was your first amp, Kevin? Oh, man. I don't remember. I think it might have been that acoustic. Ah, okay. It was, it was this huge. My brother bought it uh, from this place called Musician's Pawn Shop downtown. Okay. And it had the, it had the switch on it that you could play bass and, and guitar with it. Okay. So it was perfect, but it was heavy. Yeah, and yeah. Good. I think the head was heavier than the cabinet. The cabinet was four twelve oh. with two horns. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Oh man. Oh man. I remember beast. those seventies. Yeah. What was the first record you bought for yourself? Uh, Bill Withers, Grandma's Hands. Oh yeah. All right. Yep. And first gig. Ooh, first gig. What's the first gig? Oh, oh, oh! In my my buddy's basement across the street. Uh, in Austin, he he had a he used to have the little parties in the basement. Yeah, and and uh, we, me, and a, a couple other guys got together, and we decided we were gonna play music, and we actually put the records on. Yeah, and played along with the record. I remember the <laughs> Isley Brothers "Go for Your Guns" album. I remember oh. that one. 
and I had my brother's guitar and his amp, and I had a big muff, and I drenched everything in distortion, and it almost sounded like I was playing it for real. So, yeah, because you weren't miming, you were just playing <laughs> along, right? Uh, that's bitchy. Oh man, that's that, was, great, that was my first gig. That's you right out the gate. Okay, okay, we got to get to uh, Debara. Debara, your uh, earliest musical memory. Well, my history isn't as interesting as everyone else's, but that's okay. Uh, yeah. I was basically a late seventies and eighties kid, and um, I grew up in a very religious family, so. Uh, circular music and stuff like that. I had to kind of see inside those yes. types of things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but as far as the music I enjoy, I've always been a music person. Um, believe it or not, I wish that I was a drummer before. Um, I used to take like the uh, the old school hangers. They had like, the cardboard part hanger trousers on. Yeah. And I used to take of those sticks and just pound them on the couches in the living room and pretend to sing and play air drums, I guess. Air drums. But you know, so much rock and roll singing comes out of people singing in church, if you go back. That's Absolutely. true. It's one of those people that try their best to avoid the whole choir thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, choir. But, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, nobody picks where they come, right? And then you That's find true. yourself in a situation, right. and then you yeah. try to find your own That's self. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so, you know what I mean, right? Uh, so, I think there is no wrong way, because you don't have a lot of choice in, in the get-go. And then, Right. So, the, the people you connect with, I think that's what's so important about making bands. But then, everybody's you know, got their own little... Music story, also. Yeah, that was right. a great over the years. I did connect with people who were into rock, and that's how I got more exposed. And also, thanks to MTV, I got to see a lot of videos and stuff like that that I normally would have been able to even know about. So, for me, MTV was a great thing because I got to see a lot. Oh yeah, the <laughs> MTV. Yeah. <laughs> I think it turned into a, ga a game show thing, right? You are, you are, you are Why the young one. Call it I don't know. I ain't seen it since yeah. whatever, what? 20 years. But, uh, when was the last time they played a video on it? Yeah, right, right. It's not music much anymore, right? It's about. Yeah, it's not. It's not MTV no more. Change the name if you're not going to yeah. play music. Well, you know, I found it's out that. Started. They're actually part of Viacom, some home shopping network kind of stuff. So right. they, they don't give a fuck. Right. Look, right. we're at the end of the yeah, first right. hour. Uh, August 22, 2020. Dish Wat Peter, so special guest, Bushong. Hold tight for hour two. August 22, Boy. 2020. <laughs> it's the second hour of the Wat for Pedro show.
We took Grandpa to the doctor Cause we thought he might have that old COVID-19 Doctor took a look at poor old Grandpa Said that's about the worst case that he'd ever seen Then he said, listen to me, Grandpa The truth I'll tell He said, Grandpa, you're a donor But don't you worry too much The economy will do just well To make you feel better Now the next day Grandma, she wasn't feeling too good We took her down To see the doctor too Was a big long Line of people waiting There, average age I'd say was About 82 So some nurses came down the line Passing out Some papers for us To read Say you all folks have got to do your part For the furtherance of corporate greed If all of you old folks, you know who you are Would just kindly step off the scene The economy would be just fine You know what we mean Out of the way, Grandma so listen up, old timer, dying now is the most patriotic thing you could do. Cause if you ain't part of the workforce, just exactly what's the use of you? What's the use of you? I got to wonder. Let me think about that Then little Billy came down with some symptoms Little Billy's only six years old We saw a man on the TV in the doctor's waiting room He said, this is how it is, truth be told Then he said, quarterly earnings and the bottom line are under serious threat and we can't afford to do too much For those not generating income yet Little Billy's folks have got to understand That if we make some sacrifices The economy will do just grand Do just grand Little, little Billy Bye-bye, Grandma We won't forget you, Grandpa
Live from Pedro Show, start off the second hour. Bouchon doing Denied. Then we had Sam Bennett over in Tokyo. Grandpa, you're a goner, but the economy will be just fine. <laughs> Damon Smith, he's living in St. Louis these days with uh, on a stand-up base, avant-garde. From Dream to Watch, oh, I dig that, Kevin. Uh, Will Johnson after that out of Austin with Terrell. Uh, Chrome, out of the city, I can't wait. Something rhythmic. David Gerard out of, I think he recorded this upstate New York. Reset A, and then 2011, Bouchon. So how did the band Bouchon get together? Uh, uh, I was, uh, I, I, I kind of always wanted to do something like this. And through college, I hung out with a bunch of guys that all played something. And everybody quit once they got to college. Oh, please. I could have literally had a, 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 a earth, wind, and fire type situation, but everybody quit playing. So I got out of school. And I came back to Chicago. I started playing blues scene. And and I was hanging out with, uh, I was going to the Chicago artist something organization. And they, and they, this guy needed a bass player. And uh, Patrick Arnold. <laughs> And I started playing with him, and through playing with him, he had a he had his gig coming up, and he called Ron in. Right, that's how it happened. Well, yeah, well, um, uh, Derwin, Derwin got me a gig, and that's how that's how I started playing with him. And his Patrick called me up, and one day we were at rehearsal at at, uh, at his house, at yeah. Patrick's house, and he went up front to get something. And right. me, Ron, and his drummer Ed were in. Were sitting there looking. We start playing something, Led Zeppelin or something. Something, yeah. yeah. We start, and he came back. He was like, "Hey, hey, hey stop, 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 stop! What are y'all doing?" And we all looked at each other <laughs> like, I, "I think we're on to something." <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Yeah, we just, we decided like, to do something. This guy was, yeah, this guy was like a contemporary. Gen- he was a little bit of music. He just wanted to play his stuff, with, which we never played it the way he wanted to play. But we, you know, right. we have uh, he, right. he played vibes and marimba. Yeah, <laughs> vibes and marimba. So yeah, kind of like a Lionel Hampton. Yeah, he had a he had a, a master from uh, Florida A and M. but he was a policeman. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, it was so odd. Right. It was but like Coltrane, a John yeah. Coltrane made an album with a Vibes guy. Uh, they called him yeah. Bags, right? Milt Jackson. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He, he played Vibes. He would bring all this stuff to the gig. So I mean, oh yeah, all the microphone, the marimba, all this stuff, and paid. It was crazy all the gig he brought to gigs, you know. But he but didn't yeah, want. We he did that, and, and maybe about a year so late, maybe about. I so later, Mike called me up and said, man, I'm catch, man. You, let's get together and see if we can get this thing. Because that drummer, Eddie, he, he just, he just, well, just. So we, he we just trying to cast that, that we had that, that, yeah, that cast, the cast, the cast that we had that day, I was there never once. That was it. They never came back after that. So we wound up getting the, uh, one of Mike's buddy, buddies, guy named, uh, Chris Wilson to play drums. Right. So it was, it was, uh. Right, me, Mike, and and and, and uh, saxophonist, uh, uh, I dearranged Stampley, and, <laughs> and we 
but but we would we would we played some rock stuff. We played some some kind of smooth jazz stuff, some other stuff. So we did that with them critical hey, to we what Indianapolis yeah, we played. Well, we did. We did blue and green. I was like, she did like oh, a well, jazz was, sort of thing. Yeah, I guess. I get. I, I, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, but you guys wanted it to be. A, you wanted it more of a rocking band than with that other cat, right? After that, we went through another drummer and some other people. Including we 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 had got to a point. Where we're like, you know what? Let's. Let's just cool off for a little while. But a buddy of mine named uh, Abraham Bolden, God bless you, bro. Uh, he said, man, call Glover. All right, what the hell? So Glover, Glover came up. Man, Glover went to high school together. Ah, oh, okay. That's but I, had to say, I, I said, I've seen him. Yeah, I've seen him maybe, maybe off and on, but he didn't know I played. I, I didn't talk about it around high school. But, you know, I, I, I didn't, only a few people know I played around high school. So when I walked into my place in Global, he was like, oh, yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah, God, yeah, me, goddammit, shit. So we started messing around and learning some songs and stuff. We was like, yeah, oh, we kind of need a singer. So my little kid knew, knew the boy from uh, a record shop that she was, and he asked her to come up to rehearsal. So she came up to rehearsal, and she, you can see she was she was scared as shit. She didn't know what to do with herself, but she didn't know what to do with herself. Oh, cause what, her first band? Yeah. I think it was the first time she was lead singer. She didn't know that she right. really wanted her to sing lead. Well, she, didn't know she, she, she didn't know she was going to be a lead singer. She ah. didn't know. She came up, and we, we asked her what she what songs you know. She didn't say, really, really know anything. So I think we jammed some, some Shaka Khan and Rufus and some other stuff. So we gave her a tape. Yeah, go learn the songs and come back. Uh, I don't know. We ever asked her to be in a band. She just kept coming back. So then she's been in a band ever since. And that was like 2002. So we've been. So this unit's been in since 2002. So that's basically it. 18 years. Here, I want to play. Uh, read my mind. Thank you. 
It's real late at night. Everybody's gone to sleep. And I got a six-pack of Genesee and some Lucky Strikes. So I'm going to do some songs. They might come out late at night songs, and they might come out any way I want them. I don't know. I'm going to start with a song that was written by a friend of mine. And in this one, you got to get the word. With your people talk I 
destructive urges They seem so perfect I see, I see no
žijeme v pusi. To je tam, kde se jednou zjeví duch sám. Když žijeme v Praze, to je tam, kde se jednou zjeví Děkujeme, že jste výborní, mějte se rádi, ahoj.
for Pedro's show? Yeah, that was Read My Mind, Bouchon. <laughs> Peter Lochner from the old Cleveland yeah. scene with See No Evil after that. Nemi Pesnik out of Slovenia. Minimal Malich. Shesht. Portoros. Former Hugo Bands. Uh, these guys from the Czech. Czechoslovakia in the 60s. Uh, plastic People of the Universe with uh, Magike Noche. And then finally, as I said before, cool. Bouchon. So, how, how'd you get the name? Uh, reading. It's like a secret society that existed in, uh, in uh, I think it was Western Africa, right. that uh, res- basically restored when everything gets out of balance, they come out of, out of, uh, they appear out of nowhere magically and Restore the balance, and then they go back. You know, you don't know who what they kind are. of kind of like that, yeah. So kind of like spirit, spiritual warrior. Yep. Okay. Right. Spiritual yeah. Warrior. Yeah. Spiritual warrior. Okay. <clears throat> so Bush. Okay. Thanks for teaching me because I had no idea. <laughs> and tell me what, what what was the first Bouchon gig like? <laughs> Tragic. Wait, wait. Was that in a circuit? <laughs> <laughs> that, no, that was at that was <laughs> that, that was at that bookstore. That was at that bookstore. That's what we said. Oh, yeah. you mean oh with the current lineup? I thought you mean the first Bouchard Yeah, yeah I'm talking about the first and Donella. Oh, you mean there was a version of Bouchard that had a different singer well, and a different real, drummer? Well, that wasn't really Bouchard. It was something else. But we weren't Bouchard quite yet. Oh, okay. We were calling ourselves. But no, but our first gig with this unit was at, at some uh, African bookstore. But where the chick that ran the store had no idea what she was getting into. None. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And she 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 thought that we played uh uh like we like we were like uh what like a port, front uh front porch blues band or something like you sit up <laughs> with a dobro and <laughs> like Hopkins like, or something. And we got there, and we just kind of did what we did, and then she was shocked. <laughs> so, so it went over good. The crowd liked it. <laughs> the, the, the she, she wasn't expecting what we were, what we did. Right, I mean, right, the people right. that we invited, they came in like, oh, man, this is great. And what, was it just like to yeah. open up a bookstore or just to have a gig? Yeah. Okay. Yep. We she would just have clear the have. Okay. Clear a little space she in the bookstore and set up. <laughs> yeah. And, and I remember it. I don't know. After everything, but yeah, it was like that. But after that, man. Yeah. That was that. What that was before after play? the book, the, the grocery store. That was before the grocery store. We started yeah, the before the store. It was the bookstore and then the grocery store? Then the grocery store, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. was the grocery now store the gro- gig the like? Playing in grocery stores is common now. It's, <laughs> we pioneered at the grocery store too. Yeah, we we pioneered that. We drove. We the one that We played at the grocery store. Where'd you Where'd you play in front of the cash registers? Where, where'd you play? It was, it was like the little section all to the side okay. before you get to the produce. Before you get to the, the fruits and vegetables. Okay, fruits and vegetables. I remember we were playing there, and we were playing uh, Hand of Doom, wasn't? 
Black yep. Sabbath. And this guy walked yep. in, him and his wife, they walked in, and he was he kept looking back and looking, and then he stopped, and he came over there and looked at us, and it was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and, he, and he just walked off. I was like... Oh, we got one. We got one uh, guy. Yeah, you got out of, whole, out of the whole store. Oh man! <laughs> Look, we're at the end of the second hour, August 22, twenty twenty. This is what Peter show special guest Bouchon. Hold tight, fire free. August twenty two, twenty twenty. It's the third hour of the Watt for Pedro show. I think I
Thank you. 
doing think and then crane and skip with serenity lane at idaho moldom and balmore hot for happiness pa- <coughs> these cats are called punk is a doornail and it's like <laughs> it's a frat boy song called bra bra <laughs> i just couldn't yeah this cat floated to me and i, I laughed so hard i said i gotta play this and then ned colette and Wirewalker. <laughs> from what they call Down Under, right? Australia, New Zealand, oh. Echo Toes, and finally Beautiful from Bouchon. So uh, after you guys pioneered the bookstore scene and the grocery store scene, <laughs> did you guys ever tour? No, nah, man. We, well, we, 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 we got day jobs. We can't, we can't, we, well, I'm about to retire, so, so hopefully we'll be doing some touring very soon. Well, I asked Ron. We went. We went to Winona. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we did the Afro Punk shows. Yeah, we did. We did. We did some out of but we never did any any extensive. Yeah, not like get in the van and drive around. Yeah, forty-five gigs in forty-five days. You know that thing. Right. Right. I just if you call a tour more than a month in the fall was my 67th tour. 
and it was 45 gigs okay. in 45 days, and, and Chicago is one of them. Wow. So I'm just curious well, if, uh, if you, because you guys have been around 18 years. I understand the day jobs right. and that and stuff, but I wonder if you, if you did right. any touring. Did you ever get uh, to we, go play New York City? or? We should have. We haven't played New York yet. <laughs> we but, have a couple of times yeah, we get in some situations where we don't know why it keeps happening to us, but it's like somebody may reach out and say, hey, you guys come play such and such. It's like, okay, well, you want us to play, and we never hear a word back from them. We oh, never yeah. get, you know, so I, we don't know, man. It's just crazy. But, yeah, well, hopefully so. We're going to be able to do a lot of stuff like that. And you, yeah. And you've never been we, out west yet, right? Yeah, we've been to uh, Tell somebody about us, man. We'll come out. Let them know. Uh, well, what's we'll, the, what about like hundred miles, Milwaukee? You ever been to? Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, we're we're from Winona, Minnesota. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I know where that is. <laughs> which is which is not far from uh. What, what, how many hours is it from uh? It's like midway between here and uh what's, Minneapolis. Yeah, yeah, it's on the other side of Iowa, right? Right, right. It's all of it. Like I guess, and like then, a tri-state. Oh, no, area. no, no. You guys, yeah, that's right. You went through Wisconsin. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Because in Madison, got a great drummer man in Madison for uh, Clyde Stubblefield, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Monona, you, you say Monona, but that town is between these two lakes, Mendota and Monona. So, so it gets cold in the winter, man. You don't yeah. want. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know who idea yeah. idea that was. Great times. I was just yeah, curious if you guys did the touring. So this last album you did was five years ago. Yeah, you got plans for a new one. Yeah, always we got we got we got half written all over the place. Okay, okay. And what's usually well, the process? Well, you want to produce a blues album this time, don't you? Yeah, we do. I mean, we got a little bit of everything, you know. Sure. For for me, music's music, you know. So if you go play it slow, you play it slow. You play it fast, you play it fast. Yeah, I mean we, I mean we got the ability, ability to jump in and out of genres, so to speak. But you know, we just play what we play, man. It depends on what we vibing at the time. Right, right. I, I, I might get to play my upright bass this time. Whoa! Yeah. I want, look, I want to play "Take My Place." This is a great song. <laughs>
Waffle Pedro Show, last music for this edition. Take my place. Bouchon. And then piece number three. That's, this is live from 2008. Honda Berardi. Hey, Emily Hay, Joe Berardi, Toka Honda. And then finally, Best Revenge. Bouchon. This is like uh, you guys' uh, magus opus. Big, the big jam, big whale. I think the band, I, I can't wait to hear what this this, this third thing's going to be. Uh, what's the process? You guys make demos? Or somebody comes in with a lick? Deborah with the words? Yeah. You know, a lot, of our, a lot of our songs come from just jamming. We'll, we'll get to the rehearsal and we'll yeah. talk about whatever events of the day that we'll plug, we'll tune up, we'll just start, and somebody will start jamming so, something, we'll just vibe on that. Yeah, we'll Somebody will jump in, they'll jump in, and then they yeah. hurt something. And yeah, then, right. Well, I don't think anybody Go ahead. And yeah, then but the usually, word, I'm we sorry, usually just in the basement, just rehearse, whatever, and then they'll start playing something, and I'll just start writing and record it all, take it home, and then when we get back together, Usually, it'll end up being a song that way. And you're usually the word writer. No, we Ooh. all got the lyrics. We all write lyrics. Okay. Oh, yeah. I, I, I got to tell you, Ron, I ain't good at reading mine, so I got to use words. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, I wrote, I wrote one of, of weakness. those songs. I'm, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I wrote one of those songs that I didn't even remember I wrote it until we were in the studio recording. I was listening to it. I was like, oh. What one's that? Denial. Yeah, you wrote the Denial, right? Yeah, yeah. I think it wasn't yeah. Denial. It was one of them. It was something. It was Denial. Oh, I wrote this. I Denial. Yeah. Do you remember? There was it, ain't, a, it ain't just a river in Egypt. Right, but it was also an old Pink Floyd song. A really old Pink Floyd. Oh, yeah. Something off Saucer Full of Secrets. Oh, what? With Sid? I no, probably used to have that. I think Sid is only on one song. This was on his way out. Yeah, he goes, I was okay. standing on the Nile where I saw the lady Cause, smile. Because I, okay. I, I used to have a subscription to e-music. Yeah. That's where that's where I had I I, I down and then you download all the stuff MP3 and I, all those hard drives have since crashed. I had I think I had your album on there and everything. Whoa! And I have lost so much stuff from hard drives crashing. E music was I had so because they didn't have like real like mainstream stuff. They yeah. had a lot of underground stuff that was that was so cool. Oh man! Yeah. Well that. Maybe that's why you back up. Uh, I found there's two kinds of people: those who back up and those who will. <laughs> well, you back it up. Well, back it up. Then you're talking about the crashed hard drives. <laughs> yeah, they crashed too. Yeah, <laughs> good point. Anything it's like the best backup that is still just a, 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 a fixed media, some type of yeah, you know, like right. a DVD or something. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. Just like the cloud, right? What is the cloud? Somebody else's fucking computer, right? Right. All right. Somebody else has hard. Right. You guys, 18 years <laughs> being a band together. What advice would you give to young people trying to start music right now? It play. Let the bass player write all the songs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm way into that. <laughs> Man, just keep playing. Keep working. Got you. For young cats, I mean, for yeah. nowadays, I mean, 
You know, I'm 61 years old. I started yeah. playing when I was 11. Yeah. So, but young cats nowadays, they got it made. You can, you can record a song today in your bedroom and put it out. You have it out tomorrow. Yeah. That's right. We didn't have that. You know, back in the old days, you had to go. You had to go to the studio. Oh, absolutely. You had to, you had to sign a distributor strip. You had to do all these other things. You got to get that made. All they got to do is put the work in. Man. I thought they don't seem to want to put the work in. You know. Yeah, what, so, a, what, a, boy, what about that crap gear we had to play on? Oh, uh, yeah, we had garbage. <laughs> that was horrible. But <laughs> that kingston was horrible, yeah, so man. What we got to tell these young people well, is... I, I, I was talking... Go ahead. I was talking I was talking to young guys. Uh, uh, but in my other day, I was like, you can get a hundred dollar guitar that, that sounds a hundred dollar guitar back then. Oh my goodness, uh, forty dollar guitar, it was just crap out, man. But you can get the uh, real inexpensive guitar and still go out and gig it and, and, and make good music. So they, they oh, got it made now. They not you got it made, man. Kids don't even, you know, they don't even know what half the stuff we went through. You know, back in my day, I sound like the old guy now. Back in my day, <laughs> we had a band, you know. I know what you're talking. I'm 62, so I know exactly what you're saying. But yeah, yeah. Look, it's big honor. It's big honor to have you on the show. When you guys get done with this next album, when you get done with this next album, will you come back on the show? We could talk about it. No doubt. Yeah. As soon as I write all the songs. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, Kevin. I tell you what. I tell you what, next time you come, next time you come to town, let us open yeah. up for you. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, people, it's been the August 22, 2020 edition of Pedro Show. Keep your powder dry. <laughs>